Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Let Me Moderate That Caucus with Tamara Shalay and Tanya Tahal. Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna say my name with the most ethnic pronunciation possible from now until the end of time. Well, okay, I'm... okay, mm-hmm. okay. Before we start, I have something to say that is wildly unrelated to the topic of this podcast but i have to say it's wild huh Mm -hmm. okay so um i was scrolling through instagram as one does and i came up on like this video and i didn't really understand the context of this video but um basically this woman was referring to how kids shouldn't have their own rooms and um how they uh should only like i don't know something about kids not having their own rules and religious beliefs and stuff like that anyway she referred she didn't refer to them as kids though she referred to them as quiverfuls and i had no idea what that meant and then when i quiver like an an arrow an arrow arrows like arrows quiverfuls she referred to them as quiverfuls and then she would never say children she would just say you should put your quiver in a room or something like that right and then i had to read this whole essay worth of like context information that was her caption to understand that she was a christian fundamentalist who believes that capitalism is out to limit the amount of children you people should have because they're selling you on the idea that kids need their own room and people can't afford to have like 35 bedrooms therefore they can't have 35 kids but this is capitalism trying to stomp you down so yeah Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i feel like that was important to tell everybody today and she's drinking orange juice squirt for her yeah it's delicious you should have some well i had tea already (laughs) so i'm not gonna i i've noticed that i've been drinking a lot of liquids recently Good for you. Like far, no, like far too many liquids. <laughs> are they at least healthy liquids? Like you're not like, you know, chugging beer, are you? No, I'm having like teas and water and smoothies and just a lot of liquids in my diet. Okay. Good. I think that's good. You can never have too much liquid in your diet because it will eject itself one way or another. Okay, now that we've done off topic, we're gonna get back on topic because we literally never did that. Um, you have to you have to be on topic to get off topic. You have to start on topic, and I know that was my uh, fault, but okay. okay. Pablo Escobar. What is your deal? I don't know. You did it first, and then I had to do it, and then like, and it's just a segue into our little topic today which do you is want to say it? do you want to say it oh okay today we are going to talk about south asian representation in media and in case y'all weren't aware we are both south asian different flavors of south asian but we are both south asian uh, barely different flavors look i would never be associated with your flavor okay i know you have been so <laughs> kidding joking 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 i love all south asians She's a filthy good Jew. <laughs> we are the best kind of Indians. Like, I don't know what you're on about. No, I don't. I don't think Gujaratis are the best kind of Indians. I'm sorry. I have to disagree. They absolutely are. Oh, what? A Punjabi I, is better? 
Well, if we're going to talk about, like, statistically in India, we produce the most food and we provide the most to the Indian military. So I'm just going to say it. But Gujus have a a reputation worldwide of being A reputation of what? Mahatma Gandhi and Modi? Okay, you want that? Okay, most people really like Mahatma Gandhi, okay? Not a lot of people know about his indiscretions. That's true. That's true. You also want to be recognized for thinking that Spongebob is a dokla? You want to be recognized for that? I didn't say that I thought he was a dokla. I, said I know, he but the, like a dokla. No, I'm saying that a lot of Gujarati children on on Twitter and Instagram say that they thought Spongebob was a dokla, even though Sponge wasn't his fucking name. I don't blame them. Doklas are much better than sponges, though they well, couldn't eat water, so that's an that's an issue. Sponges are more useful. I'm gonna say that. Nutrition isn't useful. Is that the line you're trying to sell me right no, now? No, I'm saying that sponges are useful to society as a whole. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go okay. to anyone's home and ask if they have a sponge. They definitely have a sponge, and they don't have a dokla. Okay. Most they people. should have a dokla is the point. They're just in their fridge, in the back of their fridge, not being eaten? Yes. Well, no, being eaten, obviously. Then they don't have it. If it's being eaten, then they, it's gone. You're annoying me. Okay. Also, anyway. Gujarati has the word rat in it, so, like, I'm just going to say that. How dare you? Why? You come to me on the day of my daughter's gay rat wedding, you took me not to bring up rats? I... I can't, I can't with you. Anyway, anyway, we have now Speaking both of established... gay rat weddings, we're talking about representation. Can't, can't. Remember Arthur? Remember the gay rat wedding at Arthur? That was amazing. Oh my god. Okay. Thank you, Arthur, for that. Have you ever watched the episode? It's so good. I have not. Maybe I will now. I'm going to have to wash off this shame and humiliation somehow. The shame of being a the understand. No, the shame of being associated with you. Mm. <laughs> anyway. Also, Punjab is what stopped Alexander the Great from conquering the subcontinent, so be grateful. And I, a Gujarati woman, is going to be the person who stops you from ever uttering another word again. Okay? Just shut mm, Try it. Shush. And no. this is Indian nationalism at its finest. And since <laughs> we're talking about India, we're going to be talking about South Asian representation in the West. And about you already South said Asian. this. I know, but I'm going to bring it to a deeper point. We're talking about the South Asian diaspora, because I feel a lot of people say like, oh, we get representation in Bollywood, but that's not representative of our experiences as people of the immigrants of the diaspora. That's true. Yeah. I agree. So we're going to be focusing on Hollywood. Um, yeah, we are. So, okay. Let's get started with like just going over why it's so important to be represented on in, in our media, right? Because I think a lot of people, especially like white people, they don't get it, right? They, mm-hmm. They're like, oh, I can see my, like a white man will be like, I can see myself in Wonder Woman. Why can't you see yourself in Superman? Like that's- Oh no, because no, because white people aren't able to see themselves in things that aren't them. They are critically unable because they're so <laughs> used to being represented that when something isn't representing them, they get offended. We saw it with Black Panther. We saw it more recently turning red. They are unable to comprehend when they are not the main character. That's true. And but they they can't extend this empathy towards people of color, unfortunately. Yes, they um, cannot. 
I think it's it's representation is less about like just seeing someone looking like you on the screen and it's more about seeing the experiences the cultural norms the everyday aspects of your life that are deeply tied with your culture and who you are um skin deep that like it that is not able like you you can't see that in a white person right like that's just impossible like say for example it doesn't even have to be someone of your same race because mm-hmm. like I recall watching Avatar when I was younger and I deeply resonated with a character like A because he had a close spiritual connection with his lack of hair whereas my people had a close spiritual connection with never cutting our hair and I kind of saw that reflection I also saw his vegetarianism as something that was very representative of me and like people within my community yeah exactly mm-hmm. it's it's not necessarily like I need to see a Gujarati girl on screen because I am a Gujarati girl, right? Because if that were true, I couldn't see myself reflected in a 30-year-old or in a five-year-old, but those are all true things, right? It's more about seeing your experiences, your emotions, your things that you've gone through, you know, story arcs, shall we call them, that you've gone through in your life being displayed on on screen. And that can't always happen when you're just casting the same person in the same setting in the same you know uh, social class or financial class or whatever right like if you continuously seeing a middle class white person on screen you're never going to see something that looks like you it's impossible yeah what am I going to see a hot bitch who's rich as fuck we never get that representation we so should I know (laughs) yeah I think so yeah, for all the white people out there, you can see yourself in a brown person. That doesn't make you racist. It just means that you need the representation as bad as we do. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And and like, okay, so for South Asians in particular, a lot of people will turn around and be like, but you have Bollywood. And you want to talk about that since you just made that point? Yeah, well, open. I was growing up, yeah, there was people who were very into Bollywood, and I feel like even the South Asian people who are really into Bollywood, who don't see the point of this Western argument, they, especially the diaspora people who are really into, like, Bollywood, Bhangra music, Bollywood music, stuff like that, they don't understand that Bollywood isn't the only connection to our culture. Like, they, a lot of people seem to don't understand that. I don't know. I'm I'm not really saying anything right now. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I don't know. You'd be called whitewash for not knowing Bollywood movies and stuff like that. But I bet I could make a better shite made than them. <sighs> just saying. Ooh. Just saying. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I I think recently, like in the last few years, I felt a lot of shame for not being, you know, as fluent in Gujarati as I am in English, you know, not as eloquent or not Mm -hmm. knowing as many movies, especially when my sister like fell into that Bollywood Mm -hmm. um, rabbit hole, sorry. And I just, I was never able to connect on that level with it, right? And I felt a lot of guilt associated with it, but I don't think that's necessarily true. Like you can have a foot in both worlds and that doesn't mean that, you're not connected to your culture. And it just means that you should be able to see people who are also like you, who have a foot in both yes. worlds or who have a foot that is stronger in the world that maybe they weren't born in. But, you know, it's not mm-hmm. my fault necessarily. I never spent any time in India. This, I'm going to say something that has a semi-connection about like people, a lot of South Indian people are calling out like this monolith of India or like how people view South Asian culture. Like oh, a lot of South Asian people are called 
of South Indian people are calling it out, saying like, just because I don't know Hindi or I'm not into Bollywood movies doesn't mean I'm not South Asian. Mm -hmm. And that's because they don't speak Hindi. They're not, Bollywood isn't representing them. And I I don't know, that was just a really interesting thing I saw on TikTok. Yeah, I I mean, I'm partly to blame for that because I think that was part of like my own shame that I felt that I would take it out on other people, like in terms of, oh God, you don't know Hindi or you don't know your native tongue, whatever that might be. And it's not our fault if we don't know, right? Like I was lucky enough that I had the privilege of learning what my native language was. A lot of people don't simply because of where they were raised or that their parents didn't want them to feel the same racism, didn't want them to feel as um, as much of an outcast or as alone in the world as they did because they they didn't want that for their kids. And I think that's fine, but it doesn't mean that you're not part of that culture. And it doesn't mean that you don't deserve to see who you are on the Hollywood screen, especially if that's what you've grown up watching, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's uh, our deep intellectual conversation for today. No, we've got more. But... Well, we're going to have plenty more. We're doing, <laughs> a, we're doing another episode about literature, basically. Remember our literature? <laughs> that, was, that was an episode, yeah. So that yeah, you got... Very few jokes, but it was very deep. Yeah, you you got the fandoms episode, the fandom episodes from us. You got the food episode. Now you get this episode. You had vampires now. <laughs> We're going deep. We're going deep, deep. Okay. Okay. So now, wanna, hmm. okay. Okay, I'm gonna talk. I'm I'm gonna speak over you as a woman. You're a woman. You should be used to being quiet. <laughs> I was letting you speak, but okay. I know, I know. I just love being funny. That was hilarious. Okay. So, okay. One of the catalysts for me pitching this topic for this week was a tweet about a person posting calling a South Asian man attractive. And it was this tweet and all, a lot of the comments on this tweet were very toxic, as you would say. They're saying like, oh, they're hot until you pull down their pants. They're hot until you hear them speak, stuff like that. And then yes, I'm sure there's issues with that for some people. But there's issues for that for all men. It's not an Indian men issue. It's not that. And someone made a comment saying like, oh yeah, Indian men are all ugly on that post. And then someone else responded to them saying like, you look like Caillou as a clap back. <laughs> and then the Caillou person responded with a private message that the other person posted on their Twitter. And I'm going to read that quote. Bro, Please. look like a fucking Hindu smelly Indian fuck. Stop sassing people, you fucking shit skin. LMAO. You're literally a perverted pedophile looking ugly Indian monkey. And now you're, you and your disgusting fellow budgets are have polluted Canada. You're not white. Remember that. Go back to your country, slave monkey, and stop fetishizing our people because y'all look like pubic hair. End quote. And that was just such a severe response to being called Caillou. People. I've heard I've heard you read this out to me before. Like I remember the first time you found this, you were just so upset and you you read it out to me and you were like, and I like even though this is my first time even looking at it or reading it or anything, like it's still like I don't understand why. Like what's the need? Cause like like what? Nobody nobody asked this of anybody. Like, I don't know. And, uh, it was it was a lot of for that response. 
Like you, someone said you look like Caillou. Okay, N- n- calm down. And take it an is... Advil. <laughs> Call back to the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, I just look. I I'm all for people having types. You know, and whether if your type is a race, I don't think that makes you racist. Like you can say, I'm not attracted to Indian people. I think that's okay. Um, that doesn't make Indian people unattractive because you're not attractive. Like those are two very different things. You know what I mean? And Indian people, in my opinion, can be very sexy. Like, I don't know. I think, okay. So I know that there is the stereotype where like Indian accents aren't hot and look, I don't necessarily listen to Indian accents and be like, oh my God, that's, that makes me want to know. Like, I'm not saying that, but I think there's like this one specific variation of an Indian accent where um, it's like this, an Indian child who like went to England for some time and then they still had their Indian accent, but like they speak, they speak like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like I call it the Indian English accent where like they learned English in a place that speaks English and then, but they never lost their Indian accent. And I, I love that accent. And it was kind of nice to do with what we were talking about, but I think that's a really hot accent. Mm-hmm. And you just love white people. That's what I didn't say that. I just mean, I don't mean that they have to go to so, England, but like anywhere that so didn't. You, hmm. So you judge Indian people by their proximity to whiteness. I didn't England, say that. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Oh, goodness gracious. Goodness me. I didn't say that. Yeah, but stop thinking you guys are really hot like Dev Patel. Hi. Yeah. Also, like, Indian women, I think oh, the, yeah. they're some of the hottest women to exist. Third like, highest Miss World winning country is India. Like, I can get people saying Indian men are not sexy because just in general, I don't find men sexy. But women... Ooh. Mm. also I am an Indian woman and you are an Indian man and we are both interesting sexy people so like I don't know what they're on, on about uh-huh. <laughs> okay um but yeah the like there's a lot of that that particular post was so incredibly unnecessary yeah this was way too much of a response for Twitter like Bro, you're you're showing your insecurity. You're you're showing it. Just yeah, take, take a step back. On Twitter. <laughs> oh Lord. Yeah, yeah. Next is the TikTok phenomenon of people asking each other if there is seven eleven brand or nine eleven brand, which I just find really funny. <laughs> you know. A 7-Eleven brown or a 9-Eleven brown? What, are, what would we be? 7-Eleven, I think, right? Yeah, we're 7-Eleven. Yeah, yeah, there's also um, Arabs that have a different version where it's like, are you olive oil Arab or natural oil Arab? Where it's like, are you from the Arab Peninsula or are you from the Levant? Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's Great. Annoying. I feel like 7-Eleven, 9-Eleven is funnier though. It, it is. But that's only because it's a very dark joke. I know. Seven eleven. Yeah. Oh my god. But yeah, there's a lot of like really unnecessary stereotypes that paint Indian people in a really bad light. Like Indian men not being hot, you know, brown accents not being being gross or you know, being yeah. sounding sounding uneducated. How can an accent sound uneducated? Like I don't get that. 
And that's for a lot of other accents too that are thicker when they get translated into English. Like that's yeah. not like the fact that they clearly learned English late into their lives yeah. shows mostly, that they're not stupid. Sorry. That that S was very powerful. It's usually the non-white accents, if you've noticed. Mm-hmm. Like why mm-hmm. the white accent? And I did mm, I did this myself. Like I remember having, I wouldn't say a thick Indian accent, but I definitely sounded Indian when I was younger. And I went to this British private school and I just I, I like I I consciously work to change my accent to sound more Americanized or sound more white because I thought that would make me sound better and like no no also Indian accents on kids are the cutest fucking thing ever I'm sorry yeah they're big they're little babies okay my next thing is something from family guy where, okay. okay, so I was really young when I watched this scene, so I, don't, I maybe don't remember the entire thing. So you know Brian, he's the dog. Yes. And you know Stewie the baby. You know Stewie's the baby, right? Yes, yes. Okay, yeah, you didn't respond, so I was waiting. Oh, I, I thought I did, sorry, okay. Okay, well, basically there was a scene that I watched where um, Stewie left has a diaper, and he left it, and then Brian ate it, and he was like, oh, I thought it was Indian food. No. What? What? That was the joke Seth MacFarlane made. Uh, yeah, I feel. Yeah, I feel like we target the wrong shows. Like, it's like that. That shouldn't. Family Guy is such a shitty show. First of all, ugh, ugh. I don't know, that just made me think of the scene from American Dad. There was an episode where an American Dad, he's a CIA agent, and he tried to arrest a Lebanese family who moved in next door. Well, for what? Because they were brown. You can't see this, but I just like aggressively waved around my middle finger. Oh yeah, and do I know what the resolve of that episode was where he tried to arrest that family? Please don't tell me they were deported. No, the result oh was that they bonded over a mutual racism for a black neighbor. Yeah, no, that that's that's definitely the way to go. Oh, yeah, and <laughs> that's the representation that we get: mm. baby diarrhea and mutual racism, racism. No, just no. That's not no. Mm-mm, no, 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 no. I hate that. I hate that so much. I don't have the ability to articulate how much I hate that. You hate Lebanese people being racist? I hate racism in general. And I hate how, like, I hate how people of color feel that it's okay to be racist because other people are racist towards them. I hate oh, that. Yeah, I definitely hate that. I hate that. I hate that. Because, like, well, the white people are racist. Well, I was like, yeah, that means you know exactly how it feels. Don't perpetuate it. Ooh, <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> Just no. Okay, the next thing we have in here, and I'm going to read this verbatim because I kind of like it. Brown people don't fit into society despite being well-educated and richer than most of y'all white hoes. Okay, I don't mean that. I'm sure they're very well-educated 
rich white hoes. And I'm sure they're not oh, hoes. Yes. The richest people in the world are all white. I know. Um, no, the first I just, nine. The first nine of the richest people in the world are white. Yeah, that's. There, and the there last are one, facts. and the tenth one is Umbani. So. <laughs> okay, I just mean that a lot of. I think a lot of the times people disregard people of color or brown people in general, because what happens is when we come to North American countries, the education that we had from India is disregarded. So like mm -hmm. either we have to retake exams that they haven't taken in 30 years because they've been a doctor for 30 years and they have to come here and take an exam. Like seriously, they, they don't remember how to take this exam. They don't remember the content or, you know, lawyers or engineers or whatever. You see this so much. And so they have to take jobs that they are overqualified for by a lot and all of a sudden people are like why did you come to this country if you don't want to work a real job or why are you taking jobs away from the little man it's like they're not wanting to it's like your country doesn't respect their education mm -hmm. and they don't have the money to re-educate themselves currently i went to this one time in eighth grade you're taking a taxi to a thing for like uh, an event like me and a couple other students and a teacher and the teacher was talking to the cab driver he was a veterinarian in Sri Lanka, and he, now he's here, and he's a cab driver. Yeah, I mean, like, there's so many examples of that, and it's, it's so sad that, like, experience, work experience and education is disregarded, because why is the education worth less because it was done in a different country? I don't understand that system at all, mm -hmm. because... Okay, Canada wants people to come in. They want people to come in and work jobs so that they can pay the ta pay taxes, right? Mm -hmm. So then why are you taking away opportunities for them to work higher paying jobs, which mean more taxes for you? Like, I feel like it's, I don't know. I don't know, I don't get that. Yeah, you believe in taxes. I don't believe in taxes. I'm just saying that's the situation where everybody wins. You don't believe in taxes? No, I believe in taxes. I don't believe in spending <laughs> billions of dollars on the defense system of a country. Okay. Sorry. You turned it. You've turned the situation. I've turned it. Just like a Gujarati turning things. I don't know what that means, but okay. I don't know what it means either. I just said it. Just like a Gujarati turning things. You know those Gujaratis, they love to turn. Yeah, I'm turning over your mom in bed. No, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna uh, tell your mom just to listen to this episode so she can hear how rude you're being. <laughs> no. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. She won't. She doesn't. She doesn't believe in my passions. Just like a good white brown mom. Are you were about to call your mom white? <laughs> We've been insulting You're, white people, so like that's what came into my mouth first. You you just called your hardworking mother, who's an immigrant, white. Oh no! See, my mom would love that because she switches up races faster than people change clothes. When she needs to be, she's from Africa and she's black, and when she needs to be, she's from the Middle East and she's Arab, and when she needs to, be, she's Mrs. Worldwide. I shouldn't she's, be. I shouldn't be talking about my mom like this. She's she's great. It works. It works really well for her. Yeah, I don't know why you're attacking your mother. And when I say she's black, I don't mean that she appropriates black culture. That's just where she's from at that time. 
and she was actually born in East Africa, so she's not lying. For context, her mother was born in Tanzania, and then yes. also lived in Bahrain, so that's what makes the Arab part. Yeah, I did too. I was born there. Yeah, but you were never a citizen, little piggy. No, but none of my family ever was. Yeah. They're mean. The Arabs were mean to us. Oh, now you're trying to get the Arabs to attack us. <laughs> no, nobody listens to the podcast. It's fine. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, brown culture being seen as less than or tied to bigotry. I don't like that. Like yes, that was one of the points I brought up earlier under the tweet about the brown guy being hot. And someone was like, they're hot until they open their mouth. And I'm like, this isn't what this is about. That's not the like, situation. Yeah, just let the thirst trap be the thirst trap. It wasn't even a thirst trap. It was like a picture of someone doing an interview and they were like, this guy's so hot. Oh. Still a thirst trap, even if it wasn't an intentional thirst trap. Do you disagree? Yeah, I do, because a thirst trap has to be intentional. Why does it have to be intentional? It's a trap. Someone, it was intentional from the person who took the picture. Or like, no, the person who took the picture was a cameraman recording the interview. I mean, the person who like edited the picture and posted, whatever. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? then that's just a thirst post not a thirst trap a trap has to be set by the bait okay sorry i don't have as much experience with thirst items as taraj does okay she grew up in a desert that's why yeah i spend most of my days hallucinating for lack of water mm-hmm. that's why <laughs> she only drinks orange juice water is just too jarring for her <laughs> it's too triggering reminds me of my past trauma oh god and orange juice is the color of the sand so it makes her think of the good old days yeah i don't feel the orange juice when i'm drinking i feel the sand that i used to drink while i was hallucinating the sand rubbing down her trachea yeah i would give a solid blowjob with this now oh no it would be so you would need blue yeah i would i would feel like it would be like getting one off on sandpaper Oh. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> um, actually, maybe I'm not. You'll never know. You'll never know. She's not joking, boys. Call in right now. Yeah, for a life and experience you'll never forget. Life ending. <laughs> I I meant like a once in a lifetime, but I didn't set that you up right. Life ending. You're, you're like I'm gonna murder you. <laughs> You're gonna have such a good orgasm that you'll die. <laughs> oh my god, like the dolphins. <laughs> no, not the dolphins. I will not force anything upon you. No, like, there was a study about the dolphins, um, the female dolphins' vaginal discharge. And that it made them die? No, and that it, like, when they tested that discharge on a chimp, the chimp orgasmed and died. What? Uh-huh. Why would you assume that I had this knowledge? Because I told you about it a couple of weeks ago when you were researching rapist dolphins. You did? I was a little preoccupied by the rapist dolphins. Okay, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, God. That was... 
That's a lot. That was, that was a lot. Okay, let's move on to actual examples of representation, good and bad, in movies and TV. Do you want to start with the first one since it's your favorite? Uh, yeah, let me just pull out this. He's pulling out. No. Is he pulling out? Okay, so recently with Avatar becoming a big thing again, a lot of people are talking about it. A lot of people. And one of the things that people are kind of ta- refusing to talk about is Guru Patek. You know, brown guy with the accent. I do know. I watched the with show. The chakras, with the chakras. And the onion oh, and banana the juice. Chakras. Oh God, no, don't. The onion I'm, and banana juice. I'm drinking orange juice. No. It may be made of onions and bananas. Why'd you give him a southern accent? Because that's onion and bananas, baby. Oh Lord. Lord, okay, Lord, so Lord. Okay, what do you have to say? I made a Reddit post. I also posted it on Tumblr about like Oh yeah, the representation of different groups in Avatar, how it's commonly usually the Avatar is usually attributed to East Asian cultures, China, Korea, Japan, etc. And then I talked mm-hmm. about how there's representations of South Asian cultures, such as the Eye of Shiva used for the combustion banners, Southeast Asia with the architecture, and like Polynesia with the catamaran and stuff like that. And then I made some headcanons about who I believe to be inspired by South Asia or that could be expanded upon in their dialect, in their, not the dialect, in their representation and future avatar thing because there's new stuff coming out, you know. Mm-hmm. So the first one, King Bumi. His name means earth in some South Asian languages. So I just thought that would be fun. Also, side fun. Note, something I thought about after this is mm. that there's a character in the Legend of Korra comics named Jagala, and she wears a sari and she's part of the Creeping Crystals triad. And she, I'm guessing, comes from Omashu. So she could be connected to King Bumi through similar cultural ties. Aww. That's my thing. Yeah. And then there's Guru Pethic. And I'm like, we could explain these char- where these characters, how they're suddenly brown. We could explain their groups in the Earth Kingdom and the Fire Nations like that. A lot of the comments that I get were very mad. Ooh, why? Uh, they were saying that I should... Uh, that I should focus on the show being based on like East Asia, but I literally acknowledge that and said that there's also references to other cultures. And the main concept of an avatar is South Asian. And the main concept of chakras is South Asian. I'm just gonna say that's true. So what what is it that you want for this new show to do? I don't know, just have representation. (laughs) You know. I think he was very um caricaturized is that a word oh yeah he was he was and also i'd like to bring up the new south asian inspired character in the game that they're making Mm -hmm. so i'm basically right reddit fight me okay yeah um yeah that was like a he was wearing a turban right no he was bald he had a beard the dude that you sent me Oh, the, yeah, the dude I sent you. Yeah, he had a turban. I thought you were talking about Guru Patek still. No, 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 not Guru Patek. I'm talking about the new guy. Um, yeah, new guy. He has a turban and he's rich. And so, you know, um, he's he looked really cute. Like, he looks also 12, but he looked cute. He didn't look 12. He's a beard. He's... Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. He looked not legal. Uh, he looked like he would be the same age as, like, the Legend of Korra people. Sure. Okay. Um, the next one we have is Big Bang Theory. Um, we're talking about Raj. Uh, his last name was 
what was what was his Kutrapali. last name? Kutrapali, right? Rajesh Kutrapali. Very Fun nice fact, name. The guy who played Raj's dad also played for Upathik. No, actually. Yes. Good for him. Yes. Yeah. Um. Okay. So a lot, a lot of the issues I had with the representation of Raj was not like yeah it was a nice that he was a main character it was nice that he was brown it was nice that a lot of talk to women (laughs) well yeah that was I felt like that was more of a character flaw than it was like that was a poke at the character than it was was it a poke at the culture I think it is in what way it's I think it's a reference to the desexualization of South Asian and Asian men in general in the west they're not seen as like very kind I don't want to say sexualized but they're not seen as romantic figures they're not seen as figures that can be seen in that way and I feel like that was a representation of why they chose Rajesh and the only reason that they cured that issue for him is because of the backlash of it I see where you're going okay um because I don't think that they set it up I don't think they set it up to be like a hurdle for his characters to overcome I think they just set it up to have fun to be like, oh yeah, Indian guy can't talk to women unless he's drunk. Bitch ass motherfucking hoes. Um, that's great. I hate that I know that. Okay. Um, uh, it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Um, no. Okay. So a lot of the other things I took issue with were how everybody found a love interest that they were happy with and that they were in a quote unquote healthy relationship with, except for Raj. If I'm not wrong, mm-hmm. they ended the show and he didn't find anyone and he was like, but in my opinion, he was the one that was most worthy of finding someone. Yeah, he was the only one who actually cared about women. Like he he cared about being a good partner. He was he happy. He was polite. He was kind. He was respectful. He was not concerned Howard. about gender roles. Yeah, he was you know? kind, unlike Howard. He was respectful, unlike Sheldon. And he, he was didn't a decent human view leader. them as sex objects, which is pretty much yeah. all of them. Yeah, except for Sheldon. But yeah, but that doesn't didn't do, sex. do sex. Yeah, that's something else about the representation of the show. Sheldon, he was an issue. Yeah, but that's not the representation we're talking about today. I know, but I'm just saying he was an issue. Absolutely was an issue, though I love Jim Parsons. Um, yes, I think Jim he's Parsons a fantastic actor. actor. And another thing was how... Every single joke they made about him was directed about his race. Like maybe not everyone, but like the majority of the ones that I can remember were about his race, whether it was um, (laughs) how about his parents, about, you know, that there was one I think about like how they call a call center and and they were like, I'll probably get one of Roger's cousins. And then it was like, oh, or Mm. I remember that scene what happened was they called the call center and as they got picked up Raj's phone started ringing so that was the there joke. we go yeah it's just I don't and I know like a lot of the others like it was similar jokes like how Howard a lot of the jokes were about his mom or about his Ju- Judaism I think was it mm-hmm. yeah it was yes <laughs> Did Judaism counts it works um but I just I think that humor doesn't have to come from like the aspects of because like the aspects that a person can't change about themselves like Raj can't change that he's Indian or the way that he grew up and oh his parents I hated the way his parents were characterized yeah 
that was so upsetting like they like his parents were characterized as being incredibly unhappy with each other and I feel like that's not fair yeah that's not a good representation of like the arranged marriage like yeah there is a lot of arranged marriages that aren't happy but I feel like the way that arranged marriage is represented in the west is like complete force and I don't think that's fair like okay maybe it's not like passionate romantic like unstoppable Mm -hmm. love but it's a deep friendship and I think that matters Uh more in marriage than deep friendship and loyalty and understanding of each other and ability to compromise and those are things that I feel matter more in marriage and are valued higher in marriage in India or in South in South Asia than is in Western culture and that's why a lot (laughs) of the marriages break because you go in with these expectations of forever love and love does not last forever believe me why Girl, I say what that do you as mean, though yeah. you have no experience yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. it's like I've been in like a 30 year marriage like oh, no also yeah I'm gonna say something about that actor who plays Raj's dad and Guru Bethik and a number of other South Asian characters like the who let me just list off some of the other characters he plays in different shows first he plays a Pakistani business owner in Seinfeld named Babu Bhatt oh <laughs> yeah he was a Pakistani restaurateur and then in um friggin' thing, in How I Met Your Mother, she played a Bangladeshi um limo driver or taxi oh, driver. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, and he always puts on the accent for all his roles. I, I, I like that because he was so in love with his wife. Yeah, he was, but he's not, he's not Bangladeshi. Nor does he look Bangladeshi. I know. <laughs> and he just plays every <sighs> single South Asian nationality. And I'm going to say it. I'm kind of peeved with him. What, because he took a job? No, I'm just going to say it. I'm kind I'm kind of... No, I'm not peeved with him. I'm peeved with the systems. That makes With the system. Honestly, get the coin. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't blame the, like... Oh, yeah, because everyone's acting... Everyone's on TikTok is, like, being, like, Karen Barr set us back. Do you what? know who Karen Barr is? Karen Barr. I think so. He played the kid in Jesse, and he played the kid in. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's saying he set us back a hundred years, but I'm no, he didn't. Like, he was a child. He took a job. Yeah, he took a job, but he kind of did. But <laughs> he didn't do it on purpose. I, like no. Yeah, no. I recently learned that they that they hired a voice coach for him for uh, Diary Room Kids, so he get the accent right. I'm like, first of all, he's brown. He he can already do the accent. And yeah. Oh ho 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 ho. Ooh, okay. Yes. Next on the list. He was a victim. Oh, he was a victim. Yeah, I don't blame individual actors, right? Like, it's not on them to change a system. It's on them to make their living. And, you know, the system allows them to make their living through racism. That's what they're going to do. Like, my dad, like, racism, I, racism. Like, it's the same thing for us, right? Like, I, I remember, like, when I was, when we were applying for university, I was like, you know what? I don't even care if I get in on my own merit or because they need a, a diversity hire. I just want to get in. Because, like, yeah, this is going to allow you're, me. You're a brown woman in Canada. You're not getting a diversity hire. I understand that. I was just saying. Or, like, I would apply for all of the Muslim scholarships because I was like, well, I am a Muslim woman. Hi, 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 hi. Okay, next on the list, we have The Simpsons, specifically Apu. Apu Nahasvita Pedalan. That's his last name. Love that for him. Okay. Yeah, um, I'll be honest, I didn't watch a lot of The Simpsons. I know the basics I, of Apu. I, not much I watched a lot of The Simpsons as a child. Okay, tell me. Up to now. 
So Apuna House Food Parallel owns the Quickie Mart, a convenience store, aka 7-Eleven Barrel. And um, basically in the early seasons, it was kind of a joke that he was there because something like he was very well educated. He went to a good university, but he was unable to get a job in the Americas. Mm-hmm. And he went there as the land of dreams. And I remember very early, there was a thing where he was about to hand in his computer science dissertation, early 90s. So it was like a bunch of punch cards. But then Bart messed the punch cards up. So that was his like years of dissertation work that was ruined by Bart. And I still haven't forgiven Bart for that. Oh. <laughs> even though it was in the 90s and I was even alive. Yeah, but there's a lot of weird storylines with Apu, like when he sold his kids to the zoo because he was unable to take care of his eight children. Oh my. There was what? his arranged his arranged marriage storyline. And honestly, I do kind of like the arranged marriage, like not not the episode, because the episode was kind of problematic in the way that they represented Apu's mom, the way they represented arranged marriage. But I'm very happy that he ended up having a kind of happy arranged marriage with his wife, his wife Manjula. And I'm Manjula. happy with that. Manjula, not but there was also a storyline of him cheating on her with a white woman, which I don't appreciate. Apu, you you have this beautiful brown woman at your side. How could, how dare you? And also, if you look at a picture of Manjula, I love her braid. Her hair is beautiful. <laughs> I love that for her. And oh. If you know, there was recently, uh, not recently, a couple of years ago, there was a documentary saying like the problem with Apu. And it was basically a bunch of brown people trying to get rid of Apu because of what he did to the Brown experience in the 90s and early 2000s. And and wasn't he played by a white man? Yes, played by a white man. Played all by... in all, not great representation. Yeah. I remember and when... Also... Mm. I'm not done yet, talking about Simpsons sorry. lore. Sorry, sorry, there sorry. was an episode after that, after they got rid, finally got rid of the poo, and there was an episode about um, Marge reading Lisa a book that she liked as a kid. But Marge realizes that the book is very racist and problematic and not how she remembers it. So then um, the Lisa is trying to explain to her like, yeah, the times change. And they have Lisa, the liberal girl who's like woke and shit and whatever. And they have her explain to Marge why it's fine because that book was written a long time ago. But I'm like, that's a very flawed allegory for the Simpsons to make when they were obviously referencing, referencing Apu the entire episode about how it's not a problem, stuff like that. And that was just a very flawed allegory for them to make because in the, the book that Marge was referencing, it seemed to be written in like the early 1900s based off the what she said about it. So I'm like, you know, you're still actively creating a poo. You're still actively creating the issue. This is not something that happened 100 years ago. That was the entire Simpsons episode. I still really like The Simpsons though. <laughs> Um, I do. It's a good show. Yeah, obviously, like, one mistake that they've clearly rectified doesn't take away from, you know, 30-something seasons. God, that's insane. Um, But I I remember when it first, like, that whole documentary issue first came up, my dad, he would, like, he would would be like, I don't understand. Like, they're white people, and, you know, it was the 90s. Of course, they're going to make characters like that. Like, what's the big deal? And I was like, yeah, but it's not about the character. It's about how the character affected real people in real time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because have you ever watched Harold and Kumar? No. Okay, well, there's a scene where they're talking about the hate crimes that happened because of Apu. Okay. Because like of white people going to 
brown run or own convenience stores and be like, thank you, come again. It's not really a hate crime, but it's like a prank, I guess you could call it. And microaggression. Really affected, yeah, microaggression affected a lot of people. And they made a reference to that in Harold and Kumar. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I don't like that. I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah. Okay. Next on the list, we've got CC Puddick from, from New Girl. Girl. And I started the New Girl podcast today. That's why I added her. And I love her. She was amazing South Asian representation. I think she was good. She pronounced Pakistan right. And like when the what's his face called her out on it, she was like, I'm gonna pronounce that how you're supposed to. And I'm like, yes. I I really enjoyed how they I think they balanced the line between, I guess, a girl who's clearly grown up in America but still values her heritage and still values yeah. her lineage, but that doesn't take away from who she is as a person, right? Uh-huh. And I really loved the way the show dealt with like the arranged marriage. Like it wasn't set up to be like some horrible thing. Like both Cece and Chevron were into it until like they actually had the I object moment. Uh, but still, it seemed like they were having a very healthy way of going about it. Like with how all the aunties are coming and stuff like that. And like the marriage expo that they went to where Winston mm-hmm. slept, with the, slept with the brown lady running it. I remember that. That was hilarious to me. How like, he was like, this is racial profiling. And then the brown lady's like, hey, want to hang out? <laughs> I think, yeah, that was just always funny to me in that show. Yeah. I think, I think yeah, no, I think the show did a good job with Cece Perrick. I think she, honestly, I saw, I, I could see, if I had watched the show when I was a little bit younger, I would have seen myself reflected in her in terms of like, <laughs> you know wanting to be independent and financially uh-huh. like you know on my own and like distancing myself maybe from my parents a little bit and uh-huh. you know still going out having fun white style and, yeah and I love that she was like the sexy friend she's the model she was the oh yeah she... And, like, she was all this she had like all these guys at her fingertips and she was smart too so it was like really just so amazing and I've watched Okay, this is something else about the production of that show because I just started their podcast today. The one that her, Zoe Deschanel, and the guy who played um thing are the guy who played Winston are doing. Sure. <laughs> Apparently, at the beginning of the show, they wanted to get the actress who plays Cece, Hannah Simone, to cut her hair into a bob. <gasps> no. Because they thought that her hair should hair, and they didn't want people to get them mixed up. And I'm like, girl. They have different faces. No, I would have been so upset if they cut her hair. If they gave her a bob. I was so upset. I would have been so upset. Her hair was gorgeous. It was magnificent. Her hair was it was amazing. amazing. Absolutely amazing. I I still want that hair. Like I cut my hair and now I want that that hair. I will not have that hair because my hair is not like that. But oh, yeah. beautiful. You don't have that beautiful. Smooth. My hair is silky smooth. It's just wavy. I know, okay. but she has that silky, like, she doesn't look like a greased weasel when her hair is straight. Yeah. I look like a greased weasel in Dana Happen. <sighs> a greased weasel. Oh, God. <laughs> and next, if we're going to talk Are about... Are we being racist towards brown people? No, we're Calling talking them about greased when... weasels? No, when people have straight hair and they don't, like, naturally have straight hair and they're trying to get that slick straight... Oh, they, yeah, look like greased we- they look like greased weasels sometimes. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> okay, like- next. 
Next on yeah. list, we have Temple of Doom, and I have no idea what that is, so you have fun. You, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom is basically um, part of the Indiana Jones series. You know who Indiana Jones is, right? I do. Okay, well, basically, he crashes his plane in India, and there's <gasps> a village. There's a village that he <sighs> ends up in. Okay, please shut up. <laughs> and the, the village is, like, impoverished. And for some reason, they worship these people that crashed into their village. These three random people that came into their village and they're like, no, Indiana Jones, you have to help us. And apparently the Maharaja of the area um, stole a rock that they considered the gods made or something like that. It was like a sacred rock, a stone. And they were like, yeah, the Maharaja stole it. So then he goes to the Maharaja palace, the Maharaja, like 10 year old. And uh for ben. no the entire okay. the entire representation of the maharaja of the palace of hinduism of the kalima of everything is just so problematic in the entire movie that being said it's a really good movie and i would want to watch it again but still it's so problematic hey honestly I, that was like an old movie right like 80s, it was in the 90s. 80s it was in yeah. the 80s i forgive it even if i don't like it i forgive it it was a what I, good movie it was pretty solid i have to, but i'm segueing i'm segueing babe let me mm-hmm. segue I forgive it for being created in the 80s and, and it having had, problematic. And I just want to say something. They actually had an Indian cast, which for the 80s, that's mind-blowing. That's that mind-blowing for the 80s. What I do not forgive is Bridgerton season two. <laughs> yeah. I don't forgive Bridgerton season two. And I know you haven't watched it. And I apologize for any spoilers I'm about to give, but I'm only going to talk about the representation of the plot itself, even though I have many thoughts about the plot. And I think the plot was entirely screwed up. But <clears throat> let me tell you. Okay. So the main crux of this season. Oh, okay. If you watch Bridgertons, you know that there are like seven or eight Bridgerton siblings. And apparently what the formula is, is that each season they pick a sibling that's going to get married. The sibling falls in love. There's drama, there's marriage, there's sex. That's kind of how it goes. Um, This season, it's Anthony, which is the oldest child of the Bridgerton. So he's going to take on the Bridgerton name. So who got married in the first season? That's not the oldest. Uh, Daphne. She's the oldest daughter. Oh, okay. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. She's the fourth child. She's the oldest daughter. Because they named them in letters. So Anthony is A and then Benedict I fucking hate B. that. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then Colin is C and Daphne is D. And then there's E, which is Eloise. And then F. Who's F? Francesca, I think. Frederica Bimmel. And then there's Gregory. And then there's Hyacinth. Hyacinth is the last one. That's such an unnecessary name. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so this season it was Anthony. Anthony was getting married. And what happened was they introduced two or or they introduced a new family-ish that were the love interest for him. So this family is from Bombay. What happened was that Lady Mary, um, back in the day, basically disgraced her parents who were part of the nobility and ran away with some poor little Indian man to Bombay and then who already had a child from a previous marriage in which the wife died and then there was um he they married raised the girl had a second girl so there's two girls Kate and Edwina those are the love interests when I say this representation was so flawed and let me explain to you why I'm so upset because I didn't expect 
anything, right? Like, I didn't expect them to have representation <laughs> at all. But then they were like, they're from Bombay. They just came here. They spent their entire lives in Bombay. You know, in the first episode, like, she says, oh, Bapre. And, like, that's a thing. So I thought she was going to speak more Hindi. But then when they introduced themselves, they could speak English and Latin and Greek and Marathi and Hindustani. Hindustani is a not a motherfucking language. It's a group of people. You cannot speak Hindustani. You speak Hindi. Oh, and while we're on this, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just, Let me just well, adjust because I'm mad. Um, while we're on this, in the subtitles, okay. So in the first episode, um, Kate's out riding when she's not supposed to be. She's unchaperoned, and when she gets caught, she says, "Oh, bapre," right? She's like, "Oh God," and in the subtitles. In Netflix's subtitles, it says speaking Hindu. I was so mad about that. It's so easy. It's so easy to get that right. It's so easy to get that right. I don't, I honestly don't understand it. Like, I don't get it at all. Okay. But more than that, I think, um, I, okay. More, more than that, I, it was just, it was, it was like, I didn't expect any representation from them at all because I know that Shonda is really enjoys her colorblind casting but then doesn't follow it through so I was like okay fine they're casting Indian girls like that's good enough for me I don't expect them to follow through with any like cultural representation but then they half-assed it so badly like why have they been born and brought up in Bombay and have perfect nobility English accents like why is that a thing you know why are they having a Haldi ceremony but no others why do they talk about like like, why do they never speak Hindi, especially in the privacy of when it's just the two sisters talking or the sister and the mother talking? Like, I don't. It made me really upset, really, truly upset. So I did not like that representation um, because I would have preferred if they were going to do it, they should have done it all and not like half-assed it this way because. I don't know. I, it, like, OK, so they're getting married and you show us doing a Haldi ceremony doing it wrong first and foremost because they're applying Haldi on everyone and no you only apply it on the person getting married um you don't you don't apply it on everybody in 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 attendance like that's not a thing but like there was no mention of a Mindy there was no mention of a Sangeet there was no mention of a Roka there was nothing and like I don't need to see it all happening but like show me with some Mindy on her hands I don't know I don't know mm -hmm. I, I didn't like it I didn't like it okay I'm done I've and now three separate rants about the show. I'm done. <laughs> I'm gonna say something might be controversial. I didn't oh. know that this show took place in the real world. I don't think it does. It's a utopian. It's it's then, a I'm I'm gonna say this. If it's utopian, then why is it called Bombay, the colonial name for the city? Then why? I don't know. Why is there colonizers in this utopia? I don't know. It's no, like because it's imagine this... how fierce it would have been if they were like Maharani's or like whatever, and they were like, hey, and they had like perfect. They were like always wearing bindis and shit, and was wearing saris. Yeah, it was a... so much hotter. And they're just they're wearing all of these like English clothing. And I was like, if you're from Bombay and you're penniless, you wouldn't have the money to commission all of these clothes. You would have the clothes that you came with. I don't know and they never like it's I just I would have appreciated a little bit more from them because the most she gets to referencing her heritage is saying she hates the tea in England 
And like, okay. The tea in England is from India, okay? I don't know. England doesn't have any tea growth. I don't know. She was like, I hate your English tea. And I was like, okay, fine, great. Just because they don't put any cardamom in it, okay? Calm down. Um, I don't know. It just was really, really weird because I would have... I thought I, I think it would have been better if they just said they came from some other part of England rather than like they came from Bombay because nothing about them said that they were born and brought up anywhere other than England. And like, I get that their mom was English, but like if they spent their whole lives in India, you know, and they weren't brought up among nobility, their father was just a middle-class man, they would not have been brought up to have all of these things. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I can understand being fluent in English for the education or because of the mom, but I don't get any of the rest of it. I don't get the accent. I don't get the understanding of the customs. I don't get why their clothing is so similar. Like I don't get any of it. And I don't know. It just it made me really upset. Also, there was an you know how Bridgerton loves to do their instrumental classical versions of modern songs. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. one of Cubby Cushy Cubby Gum and I wanted to like kill myself. Uh-huh. Because you couldn't recognize it. Like, if I hadn't been told from the subtitles that it was Kobe Kushi Kobe Gum, I wouldn't have recognized it. Because they took out all of the... Because a lot of Bollywood music is the beats and the rhythm. And they Mm -hmm. took all of that out, right? Because it's an instrumental version, which was so fucking annoying. Also, beats are instrumental. They could have had some percussion. Yeah, that's true. I I don't know. I don't know. I I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. Yeah, and now since we're done talking about TV shows, we're going to get talking about the people. Okay. The people. The people. And I'm going to go out of order. We're going to be starting with Mindy Kaling. So the other reason that I proposed this topic was because I saw a TikTok talking about brown women in the media. And there are three prongs of discussion where Priyanka Chopra, Lily Singh, and Mindy Kaling. And they said that they were the three feathers of the same bird or some, some weird allegory like that. And I'm going to say, Mindy Kaling is not on the same branch as Priyanka Chopra and Lily Singh. Like, oh, yeah, she has, yeah, she has done some problematic things with the way that she represented certain things. But I'm going to say, Lily Singh, um, Mindy Kaling was doing what she does. And I feel like we shouldn't put the burden of her of representing all of the South Asian community. She mm-hmm. is representing her experiences her vibes and what she wants in a show and that's what every show writer or like writer does they want they write something that they want to see or they're filling a gap that they personally know about and I wouldn't want Mindy Killing to write something about a character that she doesn't know about I wouldn't want her having to half-ass something because people want her to I would want her to write the best that she can about something that she knows which is why I find it really weird when people call out like her writing the same character in different fonts like her people comparing her Dr. Mindy Lahiri, Kelly Kapoor and Davy from Never Have Ever they're always saying like oh yeah she writes the same character all the time but do you know who else writes the same characters? Literally every other writer who has multiple shows they have the same architect same characters and nobody's calling out these white men for writing themselves into shows so why is there a problem for a brown woman to do it? And yeah that's my rant. No I agree with that I also like don't respect Priyanka Chopra or Lily Singh and I'm not a big fan of Mindy Kaling shows like I don't enjoy them personally but I can see that she does she's not actively doing things that I believe are problematic she writes characters with flaws and that is separate from writing problematic characters 
And I yes, people can use that. And I'm very happy with the way that she wrote, especially um, Mindy Lahiri and Davey, the way that they are flawed, but they're still smart and they're not like that stereotype of brown people being submissive and smart or like stuff like that. And it's not that stereotype. She's writing something completely different, but a woman who's dealing with issues about them actually having opinions and fighting and stuff like that. And I like it. No, yeah, I 100% agree with that. I also, I have a really, really big issue with Lily Singh because she has built a brand on aspects of her being discriminated. That's her brand, that she is a discriminated bisexual brown woman, <laughs> like trying to dominate a man's world. Like, and the problem, the problem I have with that is when you build a brand on being discriminated, you don't want to stop being discriminated. You don't want your people to stop. You don't want people to stop being racist to you. You don't want people to stop being homophobic to you because that means you no longer have the career that you promoted, right? Because no, I, I get that like, because for example, take her, even her early work when she was Superwoman, it was all sketches of racist things that other people thought of Indians. It was a, a mother that fit all the racist stereotypes, a father that fit all the mm -hmm. racist stereotypes. And the and like, look, hey, get your coin however you're gonna get it. You know, mm -hmm. I'm not here to question that. I'm just saying you then don't want things to be solved because when things are solved, you're out of a job. That's a very interesting take. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. I don't have them very yeah. often. <laughs> okay. You have a lot of very interesting takes, Miss Cannibal. <laughs> I don't think that's an interesting thing. I think that's just a necessity. Um, okay, but then going back to Priyanka Chopra, I have a, I have a story about Priyanka Chopra. Um, oh my God, she's singing your mask. <laughs> give me a second. <laughs> give me a second. I watched an interview of her um, a little while ago and she basically said that her dad like she was very attuned with muslim culture and look i can't tell how much she is or isn't like maybe she knows everything there is to know about it maybe she prays five times a day like i don't know what she's doing with her life she's a Hindu woman i don't think she's praying five times a day <laughs> she's Same. hindustani okay she speaks hindustani oh god um no, look, I don't know. I don't know how much she is or isn't, right? But she was saying that she is so attuned with Muslim culture because growing up, her father used to sing in mosques. Now, look, I am a Muslim woman, so I feel like I have a little bit of authority on this matter. We don't sing in mosques. It's not an open mic night. Like that's not what this is. Well, maybe you don't, but Priyanka Chopra's dad did. <laughs> he was committing a hate crime. It's and, not. No, this like, isn't he, a karaoke bar. No, we... he, he was committing a hate crime, and Priyanka was like, yes, dad. <laughs> and I, I don't know. And I thought, you know, when I first watched that, I thought I was, like, stupid. Like, maybe I there's something she knows that I don't. So I showed this to my grandmother. And my grandmother got so upset. Like, she ranted. Like, she was so upset. She was so angry for, like, five minutes. She was like, how dare she say this? This is not what we do. She's disrespecting the religion. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I was right. I was right. This is, like, not a thing. So I just, I don't understand why she would say, I don't understand why she says things like that. Like, you, no one's asking you to be knowledgeable on Muslims. No one's asking that of you. 
There's well, no reason for you to people, say that. Some people were. Who who like, is asking that of her? Because what happened was people were calling her out for supporting, like for supporting India and the actions against Muslim Indians. And she was also she's like she's like a UNICEF ambassador or whatever. And she was like not actively supporting the um refugee movements in like from Myanmar to Bangladesh she was not actively supporting that so people were like oh why aren't you supporting them is because they're Muslim it's because you support more of these stuff like that oh okay um okay then I retract that statement I'll replace it with nobody's asking you to have strong ties from your childhood with Islam there we go oh yeah no one no one is no one is saying hello <laughs> um no one is asking that of you and I just I don't I don't understand it. I don't understand why she said that. And I will never be able to forget it and I will never be able to respect her because of it. So um, I hope she's happy though. I hope she's happy. <laughs> um, next one wants to sound slightly better, I think. Uh, do you want to do Jamila Jamal? We've done three people we don't like. Yeah, one who's one in Jamilian. Jamila Jamal. Lover, queen. <laughs> from From the good place and such. She's oh, amazing. Please. She's so funny. Yeah, I have and nothing bad to say about her. And that's how you represent a posh South Asian British person. Jamila Jamal's character is a perfect representation of a posh South Asian Brit. It was, yeah, it was great. I have nothing bad to say about her or the role she's played. Well, some I think people she... say that she's problematic for things that she's done. But, no, no. For saying she's done? No, for things that she has done. Like her activism. You know? I don't think that's problematic. You don't have to, I don't know, does she support racists? No. Then she's fine in my books. Um, no, I think she uses her platform really well. I think she highlights, you know, the things that she's passionate about. And I, I look, the issue I have with a lot of like celebrity activism is that you can clearly tell that they're doing this just to pander their audiences sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't feel that way about Jimmy Jamal because she doesn't support every single issue she comes across, right? She picks like two or three, whether it's women or brown representation or whatever. She picks like two or three specific ones that she has connections to and she actively and constantly supports them. And I think that's the way to go about doing it. Yeah, she's a woman. <laughs> Leather. Yeah, do you want to say our next ghost? You can pick. pick. I pick the okay. last one. Huh? You can pick. Okay, well, I think we're just going to go in order from now on. So Nobody told me that! Well, I, the only reason I went in the order is because I had a rant of Mindy Killing. And then you had a rant of Lily Singh, and now we're going to go in order. Okay, okay, next is Aziz Ansari, known for his own show. What was the name of the, I can't remember the name of the show. Master of None. And he was also in Parks and Rec. And I really liked him in Parks and Rec. I did. But there was, do you have anything to say on the topic? Not much. You don't know him? Not really. <laughs> well, there was some accusations about him sexually assaulting someone. <gasps> mm -hmm. Okay, didn't know that. Um, naughty, naughty. <laughs> yeah. No, that's really bad. I'm sorry. I didn't have anything to say. Yeah, um, but... I am going to say one thing about his character, Tom Haverford in Parks and Rec. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't like that they chose the name Tom Haverford. I guess there was a joke at the beginning of the series about the fact that he changed his name from a Muslim sounding one to get more jobs in politics. 
blah 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 interesting but then that's definitely commentary that's social commentary that's social commentary but also he doesn't really interact with with like south asian culture at all throughout the series so i feel like that was a missed opportunity Ooh, ouch with him being a brown person in a small town full of white people that's annoying yeah it could have been fun <sighs> just so many missed opportunities brown culture is so fun like i don't it's so fun it's honestly i love it like i don't I don't, know, I don't know like our festivals and our like weird ass beliefs and our what language weird ass beliefs that feel my mom racist. my mom refuses to let me cut my nails after the sun sets okay that's a really weird thing that that's I've only heard. yeah but like i've only heard indians say it to me because like a lot of people say it to me and like i don't get it you know i don't get why hmm. okay next on the list russell peters and he's a brampton boy Brampton, born and raised, born and raised. Um, okay. I remember really liking Russell Peters when I was younger. Um, because you know I thought his jokes were funny. Like, yeah, they were racist, but he was racist towards everyone, so it was okay. Um, I don't know if I still agree with that. <laughs> um, look, I, I do believe there's a difference between making a joke about a culture and especially if you're from that culture, like I can make a joke about my mom's weird ass Indian superstitions, right? And that's not racist in my head. Or I can make a joke about like, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of one that's like not actually racist. I don't know. Um, I can make a joke say about Indians being cheap and I don't think that's necessarily racist. Um, it might be a little stereotypical, which you, I, you can make an argument. I don't know. And I don't think he did that. I don't think he necessarily went after like racist things. He sometimes went after accents. He went after, you know, common things like our parents beating us when we were little. My, my mom did not beat me. I am a well-loved child. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Russell Peters now. Okay, next is a controversial person, apparently. Okay. Kamel Nanjiani. I didn't know you had nothing to say. Okay. I had nothing to say about Russell Peters. Okay. I, you covered everything. Uh, next, we're talking about Kamel Nanjiani. A lot of people have issues with him, but I like him. He's fun. Ah, uh, yeah, I don't have any issues with him specifically. Like, I don't follow him too heavily, uh -huh. but I also don't. The one thing I am going to say about his choice of casting in his show or not in the show in his movie the big sick mm -hmm. is that the woman who is his arranged marriage like one of his arranged marriage girls the main one was not yes. played by a south asian or pakistani actress she was played by a black a mixed actress who was black and white same actress who plays Mermista and shira and yeah that's my only Okay, I I don't see that as too big a sin. Mm -hmm. But like, okay, yeah, that's definitely a critique. Kunal Nayar. And he played Rajesh. Pale. He cannot speak to women. Theory. He can't speak to women, but he's married to Miss World. Explain this to me. He's married to Miss World India. I met him once. He waved at me. It was a big thing. Really? 
Yes, I met him once. Congratulations. Yeah. Not an achievement, I don't know. but congratulations. I don't know. No. I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Do you have any opinions? Um, I think he took a job, you know, like he, I don't. He I don't... took a job and it was hell for the rest of us. I, I, okay, look, he was paid what, like a million dollars, more than a million dollars an episode towards the end of it. It would be hard for me to turn down that kind of money. It would That's be true. really hard for me to turn that down that kind of money. Um, I don't fault him for that. Um, I especially don't fault him in the beginning when I'm sure this was like, it, it, when, when I know in acting, it's hard to come by jobs, especially as a person of color. When he was given mm-hmm. a job as a main lead in a show, like I don't fault him for that either. I don't think I fault him for the mistakes of the show because I think that te- like, like going against actors for writing for for show writing when they have almost no control over it is a stupid thing to do because going forward they're going to have even less control. Like I don't know what what you want me to say about that, you know? Yeah. <sighs> Next on the list is a fun one. We've got Ruby Gore. Another Brampton girl. Yeah, I, I have the same issue with her as I have with Lily Singh. She's built a brand on people being discriminated. That's her whole thing. That's also, her, her poetry sh- is not that great. That being said, that being said, I will not accept white people critiques on her poetry. Why? And that and that is for most of the people on this list. I will not accept the white people critiquing them. Wait, why not? <laughs> because brown people have it hard enough in this industry. I will not allow the white people to be the one tearing them down. But people can critique. Mm. Mm. No, because look, I'm not person, saying call them. A, a, no, if a white person says that Ruby Gore has bad poetry, it's racism. But when a brown person says it's just do observation. Okay, I think that's racist, but sure. Can't be racist to white people, and they made the system, baby. Okay. Um, the only thing that I will say about Ruby Core is I watched one, oops, I watched one clip of her performing her poetry and she's very enthusiastic about it. I can tell. Mm-hmm. She really likes what she does. So props to her for making a career that the rest of us do spies that she enjoys. Good for her. I don't, I don't want think that all for the brown despise. I don't think all the brown people despise. Oh no, yeah, her. clearly, clearly not all the brown people despise her, but the smart ones do. She has an audience. <sighs> I'm. I'm also going to say this because I, for anyone on this list who doesn't anything inherently problematic, I'm going to say that I support them and I understand oh, yeah. and they're doing something for a community that has people that want to be seen of the brown children that want to go into poetry or comedy or whatever. They're doing it. Oh yeah, and for and a lot of this. That space. Oh, 100%. For a lot of this, I think this is our, just our personal feelings about them. They're not yeah. necessarily bad people, except for maybe we are not fact. Lily Singh and yeah, I would say the only proper problem I really have is with Lily Singh. Yeah, so you just Again, hate women. A woman was the only person that you can think of that you hate. On yes, this I list, I don't have problems with anybody else. Leave me be. Okay, next on our list. Mr. Hassan Minaj. Love him. A distant cousin of Nikki. Love him. Love did, him. Did, did you not understand my joke? I got the joke. I didn't want to acknowledge it because I didn't think it was that good. It was hilarious. A distant cousin of Nikki. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love her. I love her. You love Nikki Minaj? No, no, I really don't. 
but I like Hassan much. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think the way that he speaks about his family and the way, like, even in his jokes, he's so respectful of his wife and his children and his parents. Mm-hmm. You know, he addresses... I I don't okay I'll be honest I haven't watched a lot of his comedy I've watched a with the, like his stand-up like I haven't watched a lot of his sets but I've watched a lot of the I remember when a show used to be these deep cuts where he would like let the audience ask questions and it would be like an improvised answers I used to love those those were great mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You? he's a he's a good actor and I like him he's funny he does his job he does his job and he does it well he okay does next well is a last minute addition to the list that I made this morning. Hannah mm-hmm. Simone, who plays Cece Parikh on New Girl. Oh, okay. I don't and have anything. I know. The only reason I added her as a different than her than the character that we talked about earlier is because I learned that she used to work at the United Nations before Ooh. she was an actress. And I just Good have to say, for her. I know. There's yeah. so many, there's so many, it's usually the Asian actors who like prove to their parents that they could do a good job and then they moved on to acting. Like for Ken Jeong, he was, he was a doctor before he became an actor. And oh, that's yeah, just so yeah. funny to me. I think and that's like, worked. I think that's, I, I think that's so cool though. Like imagine, uh-huh. like you, you're imagine like, yeah. you're on a plane and they're like, any doctors on the plane and it's freaking Ken Jeong. Chang from the community is just doing CPR on you. I just like, like imagine the absolute power that you can dominate both the academic and entertainment industries. Mm-hmm. Girl, yes, it's iconic. It's iconic. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's the only reason I added her. Is it? She's her. a great actress. She's a great actress, though. I think she's good. Yeah, she's she's. She clearly enjoyed what she did, and I love that for her. I love people enjoying their jobs. Yeah, people who have fun. Yeah, because I feel like so many times, like, like especially like really famous or acclaimed actors, like they'll do like a dumb movie, like quote unquote a dumb movie, or they'll do something that is not necessarily of their caliber. And people are like, why they do that? But they're clearly like having so much fun. It's like if they've made it in the industry to the point where they're an acclaimed actor, I think it's at this point they can just they deserve to have fun when they act yeah that was like jim carrey when he did the sonic movie yeah or um helena bottom carter in a lot of like i don't i don't want specifics but i know she's done a lot of like low budget not not low budget but low profit movies um mm-hmm. she's like having so much fun i'm just like yes girl queen get get your point bean yeah you know do what you want to do have fun but yeah and on that note we end it up and say au revoir, goodbye, like, like follow, subscribe, and, and rate. Follow us on Instagram for any updates and goodbye from all of us here at Let Me Moderate That Caucus. We wish you a good day and a goodbye. <laughs>